Hi, girlies. Welcome back to another episode of the Glow Up Secrets podcast. My name is Alicia Gogan, the host of the Glow Up Secrets podcast, where I help you expand your mind, become more self-aware, and glow up into the best version of yourself, because that's what we're all about here. Girlies, happy Thursday. This is when you're listening to this, or maybe you're not, but right now it's a Tuesday, and I'm just on a roll with content right now. I think I'm going through so many shifts in my personal life that inspire me and push me to not only grow, but also share some of these things that I've been learning within my own life and share with you guys and hopefully help you. So today we're going to be talking about decentering men from your life getting off the emotional roller coaster of obsessing over him and creating healthy masculine containment within your life. And the last part of the whole creating masculine containment, this kind of refers to the last episode that I posted on Monday of this week, which was all about the soft life and how we are just so done living in our masculine energy as women. And some of us, don't have that masculine role. We don't have husbands. We don't have boyfriends to kind of bring in that healthy masculine energy. So like, what do we do and how do we, we have to still create masculine energy within ourselves and, and, and uphold that because masculine energy is all about, you know, protection and providing. And when you don't have someone else doing that for you, you have to do it for yourself. And um, I think we can definitely do that in a healthy way. Like I had talked about as well in that video, sorry, in the podcast episode was the TikTok video that went viral on my TikTok literally just like yesterday. There's a lot of girls being like, I am sick of being in my masculine energy, but like I still have to work and I still have to pay my bills. Like, what do I do? And like, how do I have a healthier relationship with that. And um, we're going to talk about that a little bit. But I first want to talk about decentering men from your life. And I think that I have just recently had to go through this again. This is something that I have learned throughout the years with dating and men, the importance of not centering your whole life around men. And this can go for if you're in a current relationship right now or if you're single and if you're just talking to somebody. Let's let's take it from the perspective of basically like what's happened to me in the past is I talked to a guy and the old me would be like super obsessed with him, right? Like, especially if he's saying all the right things and he's doing all the right things. Like naturally you just kind of, you start thinking about him all the time. Like you start thinking about the future or you just think about like the next weekend, like, okay, this weekend I want to like make sure I have enough time because I think that he's going to ask me to go out. Like all of these cute things, right? Like it's just so, I think it's so, um, it's, it's not even naive like it is, but it's just like, it's kind of childlike, but in such a cute way. Like I think that us women, like we just, we want to do so much and connect so deeply with a man that we really like that we will do so much for them. It's actually insane. But I do think that it's important to realize when you're kind of doing too much too soon, um, obsessing and really centering this person around your life, because what ends up happening if the thing, if the relationship or the thing doesn't work out, you are kind of left in shambles. And this has happened to me over the years of dating guys and kind of 
really just obsessing and centering so much of my life around them way too quickly or even not quickly, right? Like maybe you didn't move fast with this guy, but even if you're in a relationship, like I said, your life still kind of revolves around this guy. And then if something happens, and I'm not even saying a breakup, but maybe a fight or just something or like this person got in a mood for a few days and you're kind of left like wondering what happened. If you don't have your own thing going and like your groundedness in your own life and your own masculine energy, um, it can really throw you off. It can really throw your self-worth off and you could be just going on spirals. And I think it's really important that we talk more about how to create that healthy groundedness outside of a man. So I think if you're currently talking to somebody, it's really important that you still have other things that you are doing in your life outside of like having that time to go on dates or just spending time with this person. And I think it's good to practice the idea of like knowing that if this person isn't in your life, even though they are, you would be fine on your own in terms of you would be interested in the things that you're currently pursuing in your life. Like you have stuff going for you, things like that. So I think it's important to prepare yourself and or work on these things, even if you like you don't have them, but you're in a relationship right now. What are things outside of the relationship that you can have for yourself? Obviously, it's probably going to be a job or a career. It doesn't have to be something that you're obsessed with, but like in terms of financial stability, obviously that's really important, especially when you're, I mean, I don't think it's that important when you're like dating around because we're not usually thinking of the guy like providing for us right in the beginning like that. But like, even if you're in a relationship, whatever, just interests. Do you have any hobbies or interests outside of doing things with this person that? If this person left, you would still have things that you could do to kind of either get your mind off of them or just feel not so shaken up if they do leave. And I will speak personally from personal experience. I've had many times where guys like it just didn't work out or, you know, my ex broke my heart and I put so much attention and time in this person that I, I like I it's almost like I had things that I could have done and spent time doing on my own but I just abandoned them all and cared only about being with this person and the time that I spent with them and so when they did leave I was literally like so not interested in doing anything on my own like like doing any of my hobbies that I once had. So I think it's really important to like uphold these hobbies and, co- and continue to be consistent with them when you are in a relationship because when this person leaves, if they do leave, I'm not trying to set you up for failure, but like let's say like something happens or maybe you just aren't interested in them anymore. Like you have something to go back to that you are actually passionate about and I think that's really important. And like I just said, let's speak from experience. Recently... I have been trying to do a good job of not centering my whole life around a guy. I think I'm pretty good at like taking the time that I have for myself. Like I used, okay, I used to be the girl that like once I started talking to somebody and they showed me interest and like I liked them or whatever, like even if I only had like one hour after work to hang out with them and they, they wanted to see me, like I would automatically be like, yes, like let's hang out. 
or like before work, just like anything. I didn't leave time or room for like my night routines or my morning routines, or I couldn't wait to be like, okay, I'm going to see you on the weekend. I don't need to see you during the week. I can see you in the weekend. Like, even though like I did technically have that time sometime throughout the week, like you don't need to see this person absolutely every single day. I think um, taking some time away from somebody, especially at the beginning is really good. And so Recently, I I was doing a really good job at doing that. Like I I really do think that, and I spent the time that I thought that it was healthy with this person. And um, long story short, uh, things didn't work out. Basically, got ghosted. And <laughs> I I would say that it definitely took me on a little bit of an emotional roller coaster. And I'm gonna talk about that too, the emotional roller coaster and how you don't really need to actually be on it. But I think it was really important that I had like the podcast for me, like this is my personal thing, right? Like my podcast and just what I'm doing on social media and just creating a beautiful home for myself and the fact that I have a job and just like all of these things that I've created for myself that I could feel grounded and fall back into after putting so much of my attention and time into this person that ended up just walking away from my life with no explanation. And I think that it's something like if I didn't have these things, I would have, I would have been way more thrown off. I'm not going to say that I wasn't thrown off, right? But I just think it's so important that you don't have this person or this guy just completely centered around your life nor do I think it's healthy in terms of a relationship and like this and like how you come across if like everything is just reliant on this person I think it's kind of like when guys realize like you have nothing else other than just being obsessed with them I think that they can take that um and either play with that or they kind of get turned off but we can go into a whole another (laughs) podcast episode about that but Let's get into like the emotional roller coaster because like I will be honest, like when somebody leaves your life and you don't get an explanation and like you get ghosted or something and you kind of think like you're kind of like, well, everything went fine. You do go on to this emotional roller coaster. I, I think that obviously it just depends on your past traumas and your past relationships on the scale in which you kind of get thrown off. And even somebody like me, somebody who's really into self-development and healing and inner child, all of this kind of healing, I still get thrown off, right? Like, especially when I do think that things are going well and I was talking to my therapist about this and, you know, I was doing a lot of work and I allowed myself the time to just be like, you know what, I'm getting thrown off a lot more than I thought that I would about a situation, but I'm not going to be mad at myself for it. Like, again, I could have looked at myself as this independent a strong woman who knows her worth and is not going to get affected by somebody who clearly doesn't see her worth. But the truth is like, there's still a, a child part within me that feels hurt. And this is a very old wound that comes back up sometimes. So I, if you're in that situation and you know, you feel like you're probably on the same kind of like mental level as me, don't get down on yourself. If you still get thrown off from somebody maybe walking away from your life or like whatever, like you have feelings, you're a woman and whatever it is. So um, I was talking to my therapist about how two things she was saying how obviously being thrown off by somebody walking away from your life for whatever reason 
it's really just triggering your inner child. Like the part of you, like the part of you that from childhood, let's say felt a certain way and now is feeling that same certain way. It's really not about the situation at hand or this person. Your It's your inner child that's being triggered about a certain situation. And your inner child wants to scream and yell and, and is so upset. And I think obviously I'm always about talking, like talking about inner child work. It's good for you to decide to acknowledge that there is a part of you that is feeling this way and and almost stepping in as like you're a, a big sister towards your inner child and being like hey like I understand that you're feeling really big emotions right now and you don't really understand things and you don't want to feel alone or you feel abandoned or whatever feeling you're feeling and just kind of acknowledging that I think it's really important to be with yourself your inner child when you're going through these things but also to remind yourself that it's your inner child and your inner child doesn't need to take over your whole self-perception as an adult. And and it's good to know that. Like I'm all about being there with your inner child, you know, and like listen to it, this, that, and the third. But sometimes what happens when, you know, let's say we get ghosted by somebody, our inner child takes over our whole self-perception as an adult. We start questioning what we have done. Did I say this? Did I do that? Am I not pretty enough? Am I not skinny enough? Am I not this, that, and the third? And, and, Really and truly, that's just your inner child speaking right now. You and as adult, you as an adult are not that. Like you have so much worth. You are beautiful. You are pretty. You've done everything right. Like, okay. And again, maybe you haven't, like maybe you were doing some things that maybe you shouldn't have been doing, whatever. But let's let's talk about the situation at hand and my personal opinion about my situation. I didn't do anything wrong, okay? I really didn't. And I'm very self-aware. And like, again, there might've been things that I didn't pick up on that this person like didn't like, but at the end of the day, like, things were good. We were vibing hard. So whatever the situation is, like it really didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. I am beautiful. I am feminine. I am everything that I could have been. And again, if somebody didn't like that, then that's on them or, and whatever. But the thing is, is like my inner child was really starting to step in and switch my self-perception to the point where I was questioning all of these things Did I say the wrong thing like was I too much was I too little did I you know all of these things and I think it's important to try and separate yourself and be like hey this is my inner child talking right now she's on board like okay what does she need let me step in as a, a big sister and be like okay I see you I understand you you don't even need to change these feelings but just to know like I'm here and like we can feel this way but we don't need to be on this emotional roller coaster right now. And another thing that she was saying was like, that's just what it is, right? Like your inner child is deciding to be on this emotional roller coaster. And you as an adult, you can step in and be like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go on this roller coaster right now. Like we don't need to go on this roller coaster. I know you think it's safe to go on this emotional roller coaster and to question yourself and to text and to ruminate and think about what he is doing and and all of the situations you're trying to make sense of it and like oh maybe he has um issues himself or like attachment issues whatever the case is you're just trying to like rationalize things we don't need to go on that emotional roller coaster we can step off of that roller coaster and you as that big sister with your inner child can say you know what we're going to go somewhere else that's going to be way more fun. And you might not believe that right now. And this is me talking to my inner child. You might not believe that the if we turn around right now and go do something else, that will be fun. But I promise you it will be because I'm going to be there with you. Like, you're not going to be alone because I think personally my inner child sometimes feels like, well, 
I think going on this emotional roller coaster right now is safe. It's safe for me to ruminate about what he is doing and how he maybe going through something or maybe, you know, it was me or trying to figure out and get answers about why I was ghosted. But it's actually very counterproductive and it's not helpful. But your inner child doesn't know that. Your inner child is just a child. And so it's important for you to kind of make that distinction and be like, okay, I'm going to come in and step in as this like big sister and be like, hey, this is actually not helpful and it's I know you think it's fun but it's not and you know what I was thinking about last night was this analogy I guess of this whole roller coaster thing it's like you might have a child like let's say your inner child thinks that it's going to be fun to go on this roller coaster but it's not tall enough like you know when you're not tall enough to go on a certain ride and when you're really young you don't really understand that like you just want to go on the ride like with everyone else but really and truly if you were to go on on that ride it would be so detrimental and like you could literally lose your life like it's not safe but you don't know that so you need like somebody who is caring and loving and compassionate and to be able to explain to you and it's like I know you want to go on this ride you think it's going to be so fun but I promise you if you were to go on that ride and you're you'll you will actually feel really unsafe you might think it's fun for a second when we go up but when you drop down when you do that drop from that roller coaster you're going to feel so unsafe and And you're not, it's not going to be fun. So it's like, you have to be that person to step in and be like, listen, babe, it's not going to be as fun as you think. And I think that's what we need to just kind of bring more energy towards our inner child when things like this go wrong. But sometimes it's hard because our inner child takes over our whole perception and you start to believe that like you are your inner child, like you are abandoned, you are this feeling right now and it's just a part of you it's not to deny that that's how you feel but another thing my therapist said she was like you can't actually be abandoned as an adult like you can't nobody can abandon you and I think this brings it back to just creating that groundedness in that healthy masculine energy within your own life to remind yourself of that because it's easy for me right now in the situation to remind myself like yeah I can't be abandoned I have a home I have a job I have something that I'm passionate about I have all of these things in my life that create containment and safety around me that if somebody doesn't want to be with me and if they want to walk away from me I am still fine like I am not actually abandoned my inner child feels abandoned right now and I can be there with her but that's not me. And I think that's really important to kind of keep it moving, especially when it comes to the dating space, because really and truly, like I wasn't like in a relationship with this person. And most likely you have gone through so many of these situationships where you weren't actually even committed to this person. Like this person wasn't committed to you. This wasn't your boyfriend or your husband, even if it was, you know, it's, it really is the same thing. It's just a little bit deeper when you're actually in a relationship. So yeah, I think that's really important to just remind yourself you actually can step off this roller coaster and be there with your inner child and remind your inner child like hey look at all the things that we do have but I do think it's important that you create this life of your own to be able to show your inner child like hey look at all the things that we can do so yeah I just wanted to kind of touch on this because like I said this is something that I've been going through and I have gone through in the past and I feel like I have learned so many better ways of just emotionally regulating myself and I learn every single time that I go through something like this like I just I create more stability and more groundedness and I'm there for myself even more than I was in the past and I know the feeling of feeling so left 
from somebody who has just walked away from your life. Maybe they've explained it or maybe they have not. And also just not really creating or sustaining things in my life outside of a man. And that really leaves you feeling so empty and so sad. And again, it's not that you having all of these things going for your life is going to mean that when somebody leaves your life, um, you're not going to feel sad. 100% you probably will. But to set yourself up for as much safety and containment as you can, I think is really good as a woman. It's almost for me like to show my inner child that there is so much support and so much groundedness that it can get a lot of safety from different places. I I think that deep down, a lot of us want that safety and protection and containment from a man. And I'm talking from a woman ex- woman's experience here. I think that's kind of like where we desperately really want that. But if we can also create other support systems around us for just in case, and again, it might it might not even be that this this man in your life or whatever the case is is fully like walked away from your life. Like maybe they're just having a bad day, and like you're still learning how to communicate with them. But to have kind of something else that you can feel grounded in, it's not going to throw you off so heavily. And I think that's really important for us to have in our life. And I think that's what we're all kind of doing here when it comes to self improving and just creating a life that we feel safe in. I think. A lot of us women, especially like us that have been, you know, through a lot of different traumas and just crappy things in our lives, we so desperately want to feel safe and love and just, I don't know, I think that's really like something we all really want is just safety in so many different ways in life. And I think that it's important that we learn how to create that in our own lives and that is a healthy expression of masculine energy and I think also once we're in that healthy expression of masculine energy it helps us become more of a match to healthy masculine energy in a man and we can also see that more like once you create a more grounded life for yourself I think it's easier for you to kind of match up not only match up but like see the different qualities in which a man is or is not giving in terms of healthy masculine energy and so that you can keep moving forward if you know he is not creating that safe space for you but if you don't really know what safe is and you've not been able to even show yourself that I think it's hard to um, find that from guys and I, I do think it's all learning experience like I've said I've gone through many of these situations where Um, I didn't really necessarily know what it meant to feel safe and like one little thing I was holding on to so dearly that I felt safe in and then like and that was literally like the bare minimum and now my standards are so incredibly high and they continue to (laughs) they continue to get really high and I I don't care I don't care because that's what I need in my life and that's what I try and give myself so yeah I hope this episode helped any of you guys who have might have been, you know, maybe obsessing over a guy or just finding yourself really centering yourself and your attention and everything about your life around a guy and kind of realizing like maybe you've lost yourself a little bit. And again, this is a personal experience that I've been going through, but also to not feel shame. And this is why I'm sharing this on my podcast with you guys, because I don't feel shame. Like, 
old me would be like, don't tell people about this. Like, don't tell people about how you like got ghosted or that, you know, you're on this emotional roller coaster. And it doesn't mean that like I need to explain this to the person who ghosted me or anything like that. But it's like I can share this with other women and be like, hey, like it's okay that you feel like this. And this is potentially how you can kind of move through it. And obviously I'm here to help you guys. And it also helps me to talk about it. And yeah, I think that's going to be it for this week's episode. Wednesday, I had posted a video on my YouTube about masculine energy and just signs that you're living in your masculine energy and all that kind of stuff. So go on my YouTube video, which is, or my YouTube channel, which is the Glow Up Secrets and go watch that video and subscribe. I'm going to be posting a lot more content on there. And of course, TikTok, everything, the Glow Up Secrets. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody that you think that would really resonate with this or you can kind of tell that you know like one of your girlies is kind of like on this emotional roller coaster right now maybe you've been sitting and listening and talking it through and I think what really helped me is just to like remind myself like anytime my mind goes to like oh what is he doing or like why he potentially ghosted or like why like uh, did I do something wrong this that I stop myself in the tracks and be like I don't need to go on this roller coaster this roller coaster is not going to take me anywhere safe it's not, I think it's going to take me somewhere safe. Like my inner child thinks that, but that's just it. My inner child thinks that. And me as an adult, I'm allowed, I'm, I'm capable of stepping in as that big sister and being like, baby, we don't need to go there. It's not safe. And yeah, it's not safe <laughs> as much as we think it is. So yeah, if you want to share this video or this podcast episode with somebody, please do that. I would love for you to do that. And Let me know on Instagram if you like this episode. I love you guys and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.